Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. And good morning. And welcome to the third hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning. Live on my talk with seven one. Live streaming on your home device. Your telephone. Mm. Your answering machine. Your VCR. Yeah. Get us Fax everywhere. machine. Your Commodore right. 64. Yeah. We're all over the place. I'm Jace with Lex and Holly coming up in just a little bit. Holly Ra- or, uh, Alexis Thompson has the Brooklyn Beckham report. <laughs> has a message for us. Ooh. That's right. Uh, Holly can't wait for that. <laughs> and then I'll have the Monday edition of Am I the Asshat? Oh. But... Let us begin with Brooklyn, as promised. Yeah, Brooklyn Beckham. You know, he's got this famous parents, and man, he's trying to find his way. But he sure has a message for us, specifically Holly. Oh. <laughs> I can't wait. Holly, he has a message for you. I missed this over the weekend. I rolled it straight to voicemail. <laughs> yeah. That Brooklyn Beckham. So, and I didn't bother uh-huh. checking it. Oh, oh I did he you didn't answer his call. You didn't yeah. answer his call. No, I didn't. Oh, okay. man. Well, yeah, there's a lot of stuff to kind of poke fun at him because, look, he was a model and then he had his book called What I See, which is a book of 300 personal private photos that he took. That was in 2017. (laughs) That book. Yep. So then he's got that. And then in 2021, he says, look, this my main course in my career is it's cooking now. And so now he posts videos uh, cooking. Holly, don't laugh yet. Yep. Mm hmm. And yeah, he's gotten a lot of criticism. I actually didn't know about the book until you told us about it, oh. um, Holly. And I just remember that el- blurry elephant picture. The blurry elephant picture. <laughs> I think it was like three of them, right? Yes. Um, it was a blurry elephant picture. And the caption was like, it's a blurry elephant. <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh, man. And then, of course, with his cooking now, he he made a roast that looked really raw. Uh, Some people saying, like, you might as well just have bit the cow while it's grazing. I mean, that raw. Um, If you remember, he made the wine infused pasta and put the corks in. And so he was, you know, getting a lot of pushback. He made the old family recipe of an egg sandwich on the Today Show. (laughs) Bless Hoda Kotb's heart was like, oh, gosh, we're doing the publicist a favor here. Yeah. Using avocado oil to fry some chicken and oh gosh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, that was the one that sent everybody over the edge. I'm gonna yeah. dump this whole bottle of avocado <laughs> oil in this pan and I'm gonna fry things. Yeah. Yes. Oh. Mm-hmm. Well, for all of that and all of the pushback that he's getting, he has a message for his haters. He talked to Insider, and he says, "To be honest, I'm used to the hate. Oh, it doesn't really bother me. Cooking makes me happy." I have more important things to worry about than people saying a little bit of rubbish about me. He continues, my message to them is to keep writing whatever they want to write. There are always going to be people out there who try and pull you down. I'm doing my thing and working my bum off Mm. so they can keep writing what they want, but it's not going to bother me. I'm just going to keep doing my thing. Jason, yes. 
I'm just adding your name. Oh, just yes. speaking to <laughs> you. Yes, Kama yes. Holly. Kama Holly. And then this is the last little tidbit he has. I'm not a professional at all. I'm just starting out, so I'm just going to continue doing my videos and see where it takes me. That's Kama great. Holly. That's great. <laughs> That's Holly, great, how do you feel Brooklyn. with that message to you? That's great. Yeah. Brooklyn, I encourage you. I'm not hating you, Brooklyn, specifically. Mm-hmm. Ah. Mm-hmm. I'm hating the system that is amplifying your mediocrity <laughs> and trying to sell it back to us as if we're supposed to be impressed with you making a fried egg sandwich, so much so that you get an entire segment on the Today Show. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. there are many extremely talented chefs and cooks who would just be oh. desperate to have that kind of exposure but the only reason, let us be clear, <laughs> the only reason, Brooklyn, that you were making that fried egg sandwich, your grandmother's recipe, on the Today Show. <laughs> with Hoda Lee. With Hoda Lee. Is that, is that your parents' publicist probably represents you, and they're like, if you ever want access to David and Victoria Beckham again, you're going to let Brooklyn... Fix you a fried egg sandwich. You know what reminded me? you're going to eat it and smile. It, it reminded me. Now, this is a deep cut. Mm-hmm. This is a deep cut reference. Now, okay. Jason and Alexis, I don't know if you've ever watched the Twilight Zone movie from the early 80s. From 86. Yes. 85, 86. Yeah. There is a, a while. <laughs> there is a segment in that movie when the little kid is torturing everyone mm. with his peanut butter and fried sandwiches, and he's making all these people that he has now held captive in his fantasy world. He's making them eat these peanut butter sandwiches, and all these people are being held against their will. And they're like, mm, that's really great. Mm, I love it. And meanwhile, they're like, save us from this child. That was Hoda now. Yeah. That was Hoda yeah. now eating that dang sandwich. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm trapped. With this 24 year old. And I can't say anything. Otherwise, we're not going to have access to these A list celebrities that we need to interview at some point. Yeah. Mm. Oh. That's, yeah. We had a bottom line it there, Holly. So that's where I'm saying, Brooklyn, keep doing you. You got 16 million yeah. Instagram followers. You're an influencer. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. Yep. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yep. <laughs> great, great response. Hallelujah. You keep doing you. What keep did doing you, your thing. Oh, look, he has a whole bottle of avocado oil and he's making dessert. Oh, he again? Is this, a new, oil. is this a new thing? Well, he I is. gotta follow yeah. him now. Hold on. Oh, minute. no. Because I do put... like his dad. I'm loving that. Look at how much love... oil he put in that. What is oh, he doing? No. Is what? he frying something again? Dessert tonight. Wait, is, I... he, is he frying some desserts? I don't even oh, I know what he's him. making. And and Jason oh, and Jason, you're a baker. Okay, I so see you know now. if that's appropriate or not. And okay, he's juicing the lemon, and the seeds are probably getting no, in the no, thing. No. Today I'm making avocado oil cake with chosen foods. We're gonna start off with the sugar, the avocado oil. Mm. Oh my god! <laughs> Three what? eggs. Jason, what? Tell me. That's a lot of oil. Oh, look at though. That's he's a chosen partner. That's chosen true. is the avocado but that's oil. What, that's what I'm saying. You're an influencer. He is it right? And that's fair. Totally get it. Oh, oh wow. Okay, that's he's a doing lot the for zest of eggs. a lemon. I mean, look. All right. I, I, okay, that's just a lot of oil. But that's what I'm saying. That's the one thing. He's doing everything else, I think, right. 
Oh, look at him drinking some uh-huh. sake. All right. But I just, yeah. I just have never heard of an avocado cake, but okay. Mm-hmm. That's great. Um, that it, sounds delicious. It, in Brooklyn, Beckham. Is there actual avocado in there? Keep reaching well, for your dreams. But I, I, you're, you're, you have access to oh. not only on your parents' side, David and Victoria Beckham, but your father-in-law. Oh, righto. Is billionaire Nelson Peltz, who is a, you know, investor in various companies. He's been making a lot of scuttlebutt lately because he's been trying to get a nudge into the Disney board. Yeah. Among other oh, yeah. things. That's his father-in-law. Oh, right. So what I'm okay. yeah. Well, I'm looking at the avocado cake. But now that it's done, I'm telling you, it, it looks quite good. It's just, that's a lot of oil. What is his thing with avocado? Is he being paid by the avocado oh, people? Yeah, he is a, he is oh, an he influencer is. for the, oh, that that's, specific okay. olive oil. Well, girl, he is. Wow. Okay. He girl. is. He is working that chosen olive oil. Sure. Or yes. avocado oil. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know avocados have an oil. Mm, you got to squeeze them real hard. <laughs> Isn't that the rule with everything? <laughs> no, well, you know, sometimes. I squeeze them real hard. Gentle is better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Oh, what, sorry. What the hell are you watching? <laughs> There's a pug that is uh, fluffy from <laughs> Harry Potter. Look at that costume. That's a puppy costume. Hey, Holly, Holly, Brooklyn Beckham is so uninteresting. We can't even keep Alexis's interest. She turns to pugs on Instagram. is watching pug videos. <laughs> I hit the I hit the thing and it just Oh my tells God. you about my oh. algorithm. <laughs> Puppies in Halloween costumes, yes. Oh Ooh, okay. Ooh, sorry about that. that. Back to Beckham. Mm-hmm. Damn funny. It's cute though. No, girl, keep going. <laughs> the pug dressed up as Fluffy from Harry Potter is way more interesting <laughs> yeah. than the avocado cake. Uh, exactly. From Pro- Brooklyn. Yeah, probably has more talent too. Oh God. Uh, my stories. Distracted. That was my favorite moment of the story. Yeah. Oh, okay. her Doug moment. Yeah. <laughs> That was fantastic. Oh, oh sorry, um, friends. No, 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 no. <laughs> there shan't be an apology for that one. Hey, uh, we're going to do the Dirt Alert, and then at 8.30, we'll do Ooh. Am I, am I oh, the Ass Hat. Yeah. Uh, it'll be a choose-your-own-adventure. I have two standing by, and you two uh, can choose, so we'll do that a little bit later. Stay right there. We'll be back. Hey, everybody. It's Chase for Skip Rejuvenation Clinic. Okay. I, let me look at Yeah, just a few more days. Uh, for our contest that we have going on on my Instagram, speaking of influencers, I am giving away. I don't do a lot of giveaways. They drive me crazy, but um, I'm doing this one because it's huge for you guys. I'm giving away with my friends at Skin Rejuvenation Clinic. They are giving away a year of free Botox. That's right. A year of free Botox. If you go to my Instagram right now, just follow me, Jason Matheson. It is the very first post. Um, and you will see it right there with all the rules, uh, how to follow. It's very easy to do. So boom, get that going. Now, here's the deal. If you don't want to enter the contest and you just want to get in there, I hear you. I'm with you. Uh, all you have to do is go in there and listen to this. You can get 10 units of Botox free. If you are a new client to skin rejuvenation clinic, call for details on that. Just mention that you heard about them from me. 
Skin Rejuvenation Clinic. And he- this is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. It's time to get caught up with the Hollywood headlines. In the dirt alert with Holly Roberts. Hello, Holly. Oh, hello, Jason and Alexis. Well, last week or two weeks ago, we learned that Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Smith have been separated for six years. But there's another A-list Hollywood couple who has also been separated for six years. And we're just learning about it now. That would be Meryl Streep and her husband, Don Gummer. They've separated Mm. after 45 years of marriage. And they've actually been separated for the past six years. Wow. Wow. What do you think made him change? Is one of them falling in love with someone else or they're worried that they're going to be seen with their new lover? There must be something like that, Alexis, because they haven't been seen publicly together since the 2018 Oscars. Okay. So it's been a while. So I suppose they probably want to get in front of any kind of public appearance where they might be with somebody new. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so then they can just explain, hey, look, we're still married because they are still technically married. But it says that they ended the romantic nature of their relationship six years ago. Wow. It's just, wow. again, another. I, it doesn't altogether surprise me. Meryl is very private with her life. You know, it's not like she goes on, I'm this is my favorite bagel. This is where we like to hang out. You know. Yeah. She's been extremely careful with what she reveals. So well, that's a long time to be separated and not say anything. Yeah. yeah. You know, and this relationship was actually a pretty dramatic rebound for Meryl Streep, uh, because she met Don Gummer after the death of her boyfriend, John Cazale who played Fredo in the Godfather movies and the Deer Hunter, and he passed away oh. in 1978. And that was a very serious relationship between Meryl and John. And then she met, she got, you know, it, it was this rebound thing, this getting over that, and then, you know, 45 years later, you find herself with the same person. Mm. And, you know, you have kids and a life and all this stuff. But yeah. um, I don't think that this is... Yeah. They have four kids. Yeah. this is. I feel like this is not uncommon. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Right, you know, we're learning more. Yeah. 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 You just get to a point, you're like, hey, we'll still be legally married, but we got our own stuff to do. Bye. Bye. Yeah. So, yeah, but the timing is curious. I'm just wondering if something happened, but hey, you know, I'm sure there are a lot of regular folk who can, uh, you know, relate. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, An update. About the James Bond franchise, Barbara Broccoli, the producer of the James Bond film, says they haven't even begun work on the James Bond franchise post-Daniel Craig. She says there's a big road ahead and it needs to be reinvented for the next chapter. To reflect the way the world has changed. Yeah. Mm. I'm shocked. I'm shocked, but I don't know if I believe them. They've thought about it. Come on. Oh, yeah. I mean, come on. The Daniel Craig, the last one came out. Several years ago. 
So yeah, they they've thought about it. Yes. They're they're thinking about it. That's a money train that they are not going to derail. It's yeah 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 no, it's happening. It's yeah. just a matter of when. Exactly. But it is it is smart of them to put it on ice for a little while to build anticipation mm-hmm. to build you know to to get us to miss it. Again, I love my beloved Star Wars, but I think that was a misstep with Disney strategy was they were just filling. I mean, it's just constant. Um, so I do believe it's really smart of them to wait and, yeah. and change it and make us miss it and and get us excited for its return, for Bond's return. So, mm-hmm. you know, and Barbara Broccoli points out at the fact that people thought that James Bond was over. When Pierce Brosnan took over the role because the Cold War was over. And she's yeah. like, you know, hey, I look back to Goldeneye. Everyone was saying the the Berlin Wall has fallen. The Cold War is over. There's no need for James Bond. And there's no villains. But, you know, I think they just got to find what the heck James Bond would be doing in, let's just say, 2026. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like... Hmm. James Bond will find a way. Yes. Yes. Uh, Reese Witherspoon opening up saying that she isn't meant for darker projects because people like to see me do light movies. Mm. I agree with her. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, it's like in her wheelhouse. It's, it's kind of, and Meg Ryan was kind of in that situation and Meg did not like being in that situation. She did not want to just be America's sweetheart. And um, so it's interesting that Reese recognizes that the audience does want. And Julia Roberts, I think, suffers from the same thing. People want. Remember Mary Riley? Yeah. Oh, 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 my gosh. Oh, yes. Oh, there's a whole like if you look back Ooh. in Julia Roberts's oh, filmography, you know, sure, she hit it big with Pretty Woman. And became a sensation. But then you look at the choices that she made after that. Oh, Flatliners. Flatliners, Sleeping with the Enemy, mm. Mary Riley. Just, you know, trying to, like, push against this. Well, and then she eventually made a movie called America's Sweetheart. I feel like she was just like, fine. Fine. But she didn't yeah. play the movie star role in that. That was Catherine Zeta-Jones. But anyways, yeah, it's... Uh, it has to be the right role, too. I mean, at least with Reese Witherspoon, she has her own production company, and she can yes. make that happen if she wants to make that happen. Yep. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's kind of... I mean, that's sad, actually, when you think about it. But it is what it is. It happens with male actors as well. Mm-hmm. Well, she was good in Big Little Lies. Now, would you guys argue that that was a dark TV series? Uh, yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. But she was great in Election that. was oh. actually pretty dark, too. Oh, my gosh. Well, yeah, and she was in that movie Fear with Mark Wahlberg back in the 90s. Yeah. Oh, God, I forgot about that one. That's right. Yeah. Oh, I miss oh, Big Little mm. Lies when it was on. It was so good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I look forward. That was another one of those Ugh. HBO Sundays that you just yes. love. Sunday nights. I miss those. I couldn't H- wait. Yeah. Oh, HBO, will you ever give us a Sunday story again? I don't know. Come on, know. that's right. Sunday story. Please. I was forgetting what you're calling. Please. Yeah, please, please. No, instead we get our Sunday night football with Taylor Swift. That's what we're getting instead oh. of HBO Sunday stories. We're getting Taylor Swift spotted at the Kansas City Chief LA Chargers game in Los Angeles last night. Doing <laughs> handshakes, bracelets, acting acting like a middle schooler. There she is. Even though she has a number one movie at the box office, breaking records, doing it left and right, getting it done, being a boss lady. Mm. Uh, If I'm a football fan, Mm -hmm. I know, but like our buddy Panda, I think Mm. she represents a big chunk of football fans. I bet it gets annoying. 
Yeah. They're not oh. there to watch Taylor. They, you know? they held hands while they left yeah. the game in a getaway golf cart. <laughs> I was so watching the game, and every time they went up to the box to have the little highlight there, I did cringe a little. It's like, ugh. My husband, oh, man, you don't even want to ask him about it. No. Oh, I'm sure Angel's right. So we're going to take a break when we come back. The uh, special Monday edition of Am I the Asshat? I have a couple uh, couple ones to choose from. Next. Hey, it's Holly for my friends at Nutritional Weight and Wellness. And are you experiencing some uncomfortable symptoms of menopause? Hot flashes, low libido, that unexplained weight gain, maybe some hip and back pain, or you've got hair where you haven't had hair before. Well, Nutritional Weight and Wellness's online menopause solutions class is for you because no matter what stage you're in perimenopause menopause or postmenopause nutritional weight and wellness is here to help you if you're ready to experience natural relief from those symptoms and you want to feel like yourself again sign up for the menopause solutions class they've got real food solutions to get your unwanted symptoms under control and you can learn all about them in this six-week self-paced class if you're ready to experience natural relief from your menopause symptoms go to mytalk1071.com keyword menopause for the nutritional weight and wellness menopause solutions class sign up today jason and alexis in the morning right here on my talk We're going to do a special 8.30 edition of the My The Ass Hat. We have a lot of TV. This happens every week. There's just so much TV. We'll get to it tomorrow. Great British Bake Off. <gasps> yes. Part one of the Roni Reunion. Mm. A.K.A. Mr. Chow. So much more. So we'll do all that tomorrow. But right now... Here we go. Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. Am I wrong? You're not wrong, Walter. You're just an ass. Am I wrong? Am I the asshat? Hmm. Monday edition. Okay, this comes, uh, we ripped these right from the popular Reddit thread. And uh, I have two. And you guys can choose... Which one, okay? I mean, we could possibly do both of them, but let's see how the conversation goes. Okay. The first one. Am I the asshat for telling my friend her baby is the reason no one wants her around? Oh, ouch. Okay. Or am I the asshat for going on vacation without my husband? Ooh. Holly, I think it's your pick today. Ooh. I feel like the first one's spicier. Okay. Okay. So let's just do, let's go, let's go spicy. Let's, let's go do spicy. The first one. Okay, here we go. Am I the asshat for telling my friend her baby is the reason no one wants her around? One of my friends, 24-year-old female, Anna, had a baby around six months back. Our friendship group is otherwise childless. All of us used to hang out a lot before the baby was born. Baby changed dynamics because Anna... Wanted to bring the baby everywhere with her, and it's a baby. We tried to plan things around the baby to include Anna, but it's always uh, ended up badly. We shouldn't drink because Anna can't drink. We shouldn't be loud because baby needs to sleep. Icing on the cake is her baby is extremely fussy and cries all the time. It was just a downer for the rest of us. So we started hanging out without Anna and the baby. Last weekend, all of us went on a staycation. We had a great time and posted photos and videos on Instagram. Anna saw these and called me to ask why I didn't ask her to come with. 
I tried telling her it was a last minute plan and we could only find a child free resort as to not hurt her feelings. She called my bluff, sending me pics some random family had posted with kids at that same resort. She kept forcing me, uh, forcing me, and I, I told her we did not want to hang out with her baby. She asked how I could say that about her, her child. I asked her to leave it at that, but she wouldn't. I finally told her it's the baby and we're all young. We don't want to live our life around a baby that she chose to have. We get to do adult stuff and do the activities we wanted. Her baby is the only reason she wasn't invited. If she left the baby at home. She could come too. She got pissed and called me a bubble. She also sent a text in a group chat saying she is disappointed in all of us, excluding her just because she's a mom. Half of her friendship thinks uh, friendship group thinks I should not have told her the real reason and is also mad at me. The other half thinks that she is unreasonable. Am I the asshat for telling her the truth? 651-641-1071. What do we think? No, I don't think you're the asshat for telling the truth. I don't think you can go wrong there. I think there's a way to say it. And also, I mean, they did exclude her. And I don't know if there's any conversations beforehand of saying, hey, you know, you're absolutely welcome to come to these things. There's just no kids. And yeah. I think as someone who didn't have kids before, I think she should understand that, especially why would you want to bring your kids around your girlfriends who want to drink and, you know, gossip and, you know, you, don't mm-hmm. you want to partake? Yeah. So, yeah, either find new friends who want to bring their babies around all the time or find a trusted babysitter or an adult that, you know, I don't know, where's this baby daddy? Where's grandma, grandpa, friends? Maybe ask, maybe they can. Uh, She refused. She did put it. There's an addendum. So I'm glad that you brought that up. Um, Okay. Here's, I'll, I'll just read her two additions. Okay. That she obviously added after she received some comments. From comments, we have tried to communicate to her without, uh, to her about adult only events before, other than openly saying, don't come if you have to bring the baby. Um, I don't know what that means. Oh. Uh, she, she refuses to leave baby with her boyfriend or babysitter. Even when we say an event is adults only, like a dinner we had a few weeks ago, she still brought the baby. <gasps> the baby cried throughout the night. Earning us, uh, earning glares from all of us, and we had to leave early. Ooh, okay. Yeah. 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 Holly. Uh, Ultimately, there's a lot of, there's a lot going on here, but I Uh think I agree with Alexis that it's ultimately this person is not the asshat. And I understand, look, if these people are in their mid 20s and they're going through these life changes, and with their like with, with their friend group where people get married, people have kids, mm-hmm. people are going through these life transitions and they might not align completely with the friend group. That's really hard to navigate. But at the same time, there is a time to hang out with the baby and your friends. And then there's a time where you don't want the baby and you explicitly say, hey, no babies. We yeah. want, we, this is girlfriend time. And if you're not willing to give up or not give up, but if you're not willing to hand off your baby to a trusted adult, sounds like there are some trusted adults in her network, then it's like, hey, no, you can't bring the baby to the restaurant. And the, we're, we're having girl time, and it's not responsible. We're trying to be responsible mm-hmm. by asking you 
to find an adult to take care of the baby. We want to be responsible with, with the baby. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's tricky. I mean, this is, it's probably a relatable to a lot of you if you're listening and you're this age. That is a weird period of life. You know, uh, it, when you, especially, it sounds like she's the first one in the friend group to have a child. Yeah. That it changes I, I, dramatically. I, I, mm-hmm. I can, I can, I, well, I can't, but I, I would like to empathize with her. I would like, I, I, I feel bad. I can't imagine that that's hard because fundamentally nobody wants to feel left out, you know, and then you mix that emotion with the fact that you're being left out because of the, your child that you love very much. So I'm sure that it's difficult for her now. So there I'm my compassion with the the mom. However, dot, dot, dot on the friend group. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I, and I'm one of those people. I don't want a baby around. If yeah. I'm hanging out and I'm 49 and yeah. I don't, you know. Or it's explicit that this <laughs> this is a baby-friendly hang. And it sounds yes. like the friend yep. group is doing non-baby-friendly hangs. Yes. And they recognize that. And it's like, no, we want to, like, yep. go and do, like, shots and hang out and do things that, you know, folks in their mid-20s want to do. Yes. And like Alexis said, I don't know why the mom... Why would you want the baby around that anyway? That's a great point, too, Lex. Yeah, no way. I want to have my girlfriend time. Mm-hmm. But, you know. Um, but that that is but a time of life when friendships change. You know, oh, Lex? That's, absolutely. That, it, oh, my gosh. Happens. It happens. This happens. It's maybe time to find some other people to hang out with. Yeah. Mom. You know, because it, right, it just changes so dramatically. Um, and... To be excluded, I, I think the invite should still be extended. Oh, yeah. It's and her, to say, hey, yeah, this is not a baby time. Um, you make the choice. You're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, but when they're excluding it and then she sees the pictures on Instagram, you know, of course, that's going to feel oh, not good. Hurt. Yeah. Yes. And not good. And it is it is such I would say those years, the like late oh, 20s to early 30s are very challenging to navigate with friend groups going through life transitions. I mean, eventually you'll come out on the other side and you'll find ways to manage that. But, you know, when people are not with their lives are not perfectly in sync anymore, it can be hard. Yeah. Yes. And that's a good point too, Lex. The whole, um, the one thing I will say, even though the friend group isn't the asshat collectively, they, the re uh, they could have handled it a little bit better. Just be open and honest because social yes. media will bust you every time. Um, you'll forget and you post something, you're like, oh crap, you know. Yeah, so even if that's a truth she, she didn't want to hear, you whoever, say, whoever wrote this, I absolutely appreciate the fact that, you know, the mom is looking on Instagram, seeing them hanging out, and you're like, what did I do? Why aren't you, you know, if it's just the baby, the fact that she knows that now, I hope that she takes some respite in that. And just say, hey, yeah. we're going to Sandals or some We're getting crunk. That's we're getting right. Crunk. And if, um, you know, we don't want a baby there. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, babies don't harsh. get Scooby Snacks. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> we love you. We would love for you to be there, but this is a trip that is a baby. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Babies don't get grape apes. Okay? No. No. They don't get lemon drops. No. Or no, they fireball. Can't play, they can't play pool tabs. No. Sorry. No. Sorry, baby. Oh. Sorry, babies. <laughs> We're going to take a break. We'll be back to wrap things. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Right here on my talk. 
Oh, Lex, any more gas station uh, food finds? <laughs> Harry Potter pugs. Oh. <laughs> Man, there's always stuff, right? Yeah. Um, I have oh. something I want to talk about with you guys tomorrow. Oh, I posted ooh, it on my Instagram. What? I'm wondering if this is a trend that people are going to be doing. Because a few years ago, um, at ho- my my folks live in San Diego. We visited the Hotel Del Coronado. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they always had this beautiful tree, huge tree, in the lobby of the hotel. And I remember a few years ago going, and the tree was upside down. And I thought, wow, mm-hmm. what an interesting way to put a tree. And I loved it because you could put pics on the top and like really decorate the top, you know. Um, but then there's the pointy bottom. And so I went to a Christmas shop called um, Tannenbaum, which is in Door County, Wisconsin. And they had upside down trees. Which is where you were last week. Which is where I was last week. Yep. And uh, this, I guess, this Christmas shop is open all the time. Really fun ornaments. I mean, like eighty-four dollar ornaments. I'm like, whoa. Okay. Um, Of course, there's much more reasonably priced ones, but um, there were just some really stunning, beautiful Christmas decorations. But one thing they had were upside down trees. And I'm wondering if people are doing this at home. Is this a thing? Did you ask them why? Um, I did not. Um, (laughs) I mean, there wasn't really elves around to ask. I mean, other than like to help with, I just thought, oh my gosh. Uh, I mean, I guess I could have. I don't know if the answer would just be just kind of a fun thing. Why not? Why not? Um, I'm guessing, you know, I guess if you're looking for something new, you could mm. buy this upside down tree. But they had two on display. And I thought, mm. are people doing this? And is it appealing? Because, you know, the tr- you're, putting tr- you're putting gifts under the point of the tree. Um. And maybe with kids and stuff, that actually isn't a bad idea because you got the volume at the top. You could put all the delicates on top. I don't know. What do you guys think? Or do we want to uh, dive into this tomorrow? Well, we have a few minutes. Okay. We can do both. What say you? Did you see my Instagram? Lex in the Cities. Check it out. Um, then you can see what I'm talking about here because these trees are upside down. Let me look. And then hmm. when they put, you know, on the little branches, they tip the little ends of the branches up I, to keep the ornaments on. I have one word. <laughs> yes. <laughs> one word. Uh-huh. About these upside down holiday trees. <laughs> yes. That word is cats. Okay. Oh. I've never lived with a cat so I didn't even think about this. Cats like Christmas trees. Yes. Is that a good so this is not good for them, right? I feel like this is not good in as well it's good. Okay. That they won't have access to the bottom. You know, we had a Christmas tree growing up that was one of those that had the fake snow on it. Oh. You know, and they, my cat Toby, loved to munch on that Christmas tree. Ooh. He would be eating that and barfing it up like nobody's business. Oh. <laughs> so, and then, then he would stain the tree with his barf. Ooh. It was a thing. Oh, my gosh. But I just worry about a <laughs> cat tempting to climb up to the top of the tree and tipping it mm. over. Mm. I, yeah. rest, I rest my case. Jason? Mm. Well, there was a nice like rod in the middle that kind of held it all up. Mm-hmm. But you're mm-hmm. right. It still is top heavy. Mm-hmm. What about you, Jace? You like to decorate for Christmas and you do a big tree every year. Would you ever consider turning it upside down? Ew, to the nah, <laughs> to the nah, nah, nah. This is the <laughs> dumbest thing I've ever heard of. Did you of. see the video? That is. This is the <laughs> dumbest thing I've ever heard of. <laughs> I just thought, is this a thing? 
Are you high, Clary? <laughs> the hell is this? Do you see how they can put all the pics on the top, though? That's kind of fun. Ew, to the na, to the na, na, na. How does that thing not tip over? Thank you. Holly, I have so many questions. Yeah, I had a really strong base. I did, because I did look under the Christmas. Um, <laughs> Uh, skirt. You looked under its skirt. I looked under its skirt. Pervert. <laughs> just, <laughs> just to see, like, how does this work? And it is a nice solid rod that's holding it up. Uh, now, it was, of course, they're fake mm-hmm. trees. Now, I, I, I don't know how you do this with a real tree, uh, especially with the, you know, you can't manipulate the branches to hook up to keep the mm-hmm. ornaments on. Um, so, mm-hmm. I mean, you probably, yeah, that would have to be a fake one, but I um, just, wow. That is something, isn't it? You got mail. <laughs> oh, good. I can't get my email open on this right here. Uh, so what are we what are we hearing? Well, this is actually from my husband. Oh, what did he say? Um, he just texted it. I don't know how he knows this, yeah. nor do I want to know how he knows this. Okay. He's right. He wrote, Holly is right. People hang them upside down from the ceiling so cats can't tip them over or eat them. A lot of times people do actually hang them. From the ceiling hmm. and oh. not use a rod. Oh, so it's just the regular. Tr- okay. We also got an email <gasps> that allegedly, supposedly, the upside down tree is a Swedish tradition. It Can- is. I don't know. Let's verify. I, okay. Be verifying that. Upside. Yeah. The amazing history behind upside down Christmas trees, Alexis. Oh from, my gosh. What is it, Holly? From country living. Oh, oh, my goodness. I know what I'm Googling this after the show. This <laughs> is absolutely ridiculous. It <laughs> may date back to the 7th century. Whoa! Legend has it that a Benedictine monk used the triangular shape of a fir tree to explain the Holy Trinity. And it was hung end over end in celebration of their religion. Oh, wow. There's something schooly around here. <laughs> you said it, Elmer. Oh, well, in the no, yeah, I'm not <laughs> what's doing that, Jace? In no, you're not doing of, it. No, hell no, it's hard enough to put a tree up. Oh, the right just a regular, side. Oh. <laughs> come on, let's not be ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I mean, it would definitely of, be a conversation piece, a statement piece when you walk into someone's house and their tree's upside down. No, I'd rather put up a ring of fire or something. <laughs> oh, that would be festive. Yeah. <laughs> Jump through, and then you could come in. In the words of who, Jace? In the words of Steve Kornacki. Um, that was a lot to take in just now. <laughs> Thank you, Steve Kornacki. Oh. Ain't doing it. Oh. No. Well, that was a perfect way to end oh. the show. There you go. Okay. Well, we, have- we want to see pictures. If you do, yeah, this, if you do please this, send us a picture. Yes. Yeah, if you're Swedish, if you hang your tree, yeah. your, your kids upside down, let me let us know. Send us a picture. Oh, yeah. You go out there. Yeah. You go out there and be yourself because nobody can tell you're doing it wrong. Right, Lex? That's right. You be you. Have a fantastic day. We love you so very much. (laughs) (laughs) Upside down tree and all. (laughs) Donna and Steve experience next. See you tomorrow.